so where we are another evening another uh, small chat about technology yeah welcome to the IT show uh, I think that the thing that we are missing always is the proper intro so we're not going to do it uh, today yeah that would be that uh, would be completely uh, uh, let's say above our power, uh, pay grade or maybe against the law or completely out of our uh, personality. Yes. So, veteran, hi. Uh, what is the thing that is bothering you tonight? It's not bothering, actually, but maybe maybe along the way there will be discussion that might lead to something bothering either me or you. It's actually about the latest round of updates from Microsoft, but specifically first topic that I would like to cover is related to the way in which Microsoft integrated uh, Bing, ChatGPT, and Windows 11. Let's say, you know, having having been a part of this for, for a while, uh, this uh, chat GPT thing has been a fun topic for us uh, that we liked to explore and discuss. And also, let's just for the sake of conversation, say that chat, chat GPT integration into Microsoft Bing has been uh, not a, complete, a completely smooth sale so far. Let's Let's be kind and say that. But also... Uh, some things that happened since ChatGPT was introduced, like the uh, latest round of investment into OpenAI, open etc., uh, we are kind of uh, uh, witnessing the fact that Microsoft definitely means business with this. And we kind of uh, foresaw this and we discussed this in more than a few of our episodes. Uh, we're actually going to link uh, these episodes in the description box below as well. So with the latest update of Windows 11, they are trying to make it easier for all users to basically use the Bing chatbot. Uh, uh, but the way in which this is done uh, procedurally might be a little bit funny. They are, they are kind of like using a public, like public uh, everybody, people, to kind of debug ev everything that's wrong with it in a sense. Uh, because uh, A, it's not finished. B, uh, it still goes off the rails very often and see the way in which it is integrated, it kind of pre-assumes that you are already signed in for ChatGPT and Bing Search. Uh, and if you are not, you have to join the waiting list. We discussed this in one of the previous episodes. I'd, I'd kind of like say that that's no fun. Uh, the thing that's very surprising is actually the speed at which Microsoft integrated this, because since ChatGPT was kind of like presented to the market, and then uh, after it was also kind of integrated into Bing Search, what, it's been two months and less than one month or something like that? Three months, two months, something like that. So very, very short period of time. Yes. And Microsoft hasn't even been testing uh, these features via their insiders program, which is very surprising. So, But I'm not, I'm, I'm going to interrupt you mm -hmm. a little bit and I'm going to ask two questions and I have one, one point. Mm -hmm. First thing, uh, we are talking about direct uh, update to the main uh, branch of the Windows, Windows 11. Correct. So uh, all the people who are using Windows 11, because I'm using Windows 11, I haven't seen it yet, mm -hmm. but it has been, uh, as I see, uh, it has been announced seven years, seven hours ago. So yeah, Windows 11 moment two yet. or something like that, it's called. Okay. So this is one thing for all the guys, not only for the preview guys or for the technology preview, whatever. Mm -hmm. And my point that I'm trying to make is that uh, having seen, and we have talked about this, mm -hmm. having seen what Microsoft has pushed under the search in, in different versions of Windows, 
uh, I think that they were waiting uh, anxiously to find anything other than the regular search in the start menu to be able to push something because the search actually doesn't work. It's yet still doesn't work. It's confusing. It gives you confusing results. Every different version of different windows is uh, giving you different results. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes you need to wait a couple of minutes because the, before the results are available. So uh, I think that the team who is behind the start menu, because there is a team behind the start menu, mm -hmm. was anxiously waiting to have something to ship that is not going to be their own uh, responsibility. There's actually another point to be made here, but we're going to do, do that in a different video because there have been some developments related to AI and Windows search as well but that's something for a different uh, different video if you if you don't mind uh, this is this is going to be fun because what i want to see is why are we multiplying searches mm -hmm. uh, i know what why google is multiplying chat ch chats mm -hmm. but i have absolutely no idea why microsoft is going this way with the searches because uh, for me even the idea of having a multiple of searches across one operating system mm -hmm. is I, I, I would go with pretty stupid. Uh, I'm not going. I'm not going to, to call it uh, anything other than that. But um, okay. let's let's say it's confusing for the user. Okay, that's good. And and this is my reason. This is my reason I'm using Windows 11 because I want to see what is happening. And what I, what I'm going to say is going to sound uh, strange to you. I think that uh, other than Windows 11 being all over the place with the quality of the different parts of the Windows. So the, the uh, UI has enormous amount of, I wouldn't talk, call them problems, but uh, small, uh, uh, different small things. So basically things that y make you go think about what is happening right now, that are completely out of place. And it is regressing a little bit, but as I said, uh, Windows 11 is okay for me. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm using it as a daily driver, so it's, it's okay for me. It has been all over the place. But the general direction it is going in is that the interface is getting more stable. <laughs> I have seen more fluctuations in the interface in Windows 10. Mm -hmm. Because Windows 10 seems uh, seem to uh, try to uh, do things to the interface with almost every update. Okay. Windows Windows 11 is pretty, pretty, pretty um, conservative in this. So announcing a completely new feature like ChatGPT and putting it directly into the Windows uh, UI is was unexpected. Okay. So with that being said, um, you, we, we have to talk about this in a little bit of a statistical standpoint as well, because Windows 10 is from, from the numbers that I was able to find something like 60 something percent of the market. Windows 11 is roughly 20. And this update is only for Windows 11. So this is not the Windows 10 update, just so that we are in the clear what's what. So that's actually, uh, I, I have a couple of uh, Windows 11 uh, VMs and I'm playing with this for the past couple of months as an operating system and I've installed this update, played a little bit. It looks okay. It's a little bit jiggly yet, uh, yet still, let's say, somewhat useful. But it kind of leads us to a discussion about some other things that are going to become much more important in the future. The first one is going to be, of course, the, the, the aspect of the search engine war. You know how it went. We started in the 90s. We used uh, Hasta La Vista. Then Hasta La Vista was bought by Yahoo. And then Yahoo shut that down. Google came around. They killed everybody. And now when you go to 
uh, let's say, uh, marketplace and, uh, and uh, analytics tools that are going to tell you the search engine. Let's say uh, rankings, Google is 90% and the others like Bing, Yahoo, Baidu and whatever are in the single, single digits. This might uh, actually bring some kind of a change for us in that direction. I'm looking forward to that. But even uh, if you go a little bit further than that, there are a couple of other, let's say, larger scheme of things that need to be discussed, which are not related to one or the other. Uh, they are related to the way in which Microsoft uh, and OpenAI interact. A lot of people are having a lot of concerns about this. I'm going to voice two thoughts that came to my mind as I was uh, thinking about uh, doing this short video. The first one was something that we also mentioned in one of the episodes, which is I think we are heading towards a situation in which we are going to have to have some kind of a uh, legal framework or something that's going to govern some things. It's not about over-regulation. It's about setting the precedents and also setting some things related to AI that is going to make it easier for regular users to understand how to use it. Uh, this uh, like a very quick adoption rate that happened is not necessarily only a good thing. And we discussed this in one of the episodes. But this brings me to a much larger standpoint. I know you're going to understand this one. Um, basically following the same, the same uh, uh, train of thought, the way in which things unfolded in the past couple of months. So Microsoft announced, what, another 10 billion investment in OpenAI or something like that. That was weeks ago. Yes, they first announced, announced uh, basically a billion dollar investment that was half and half. Uh, half a billion dollars was uh, in cash or in shares, whatever. Mm -hmm. And the other was in infrastructure costs. Mm -hmm. So basically, they gave uh, ChatGPT the opportunity to use uh, half a billion dollars of uh, Azure mm. to be able to run the services. Okay. Th this actually t uh, ties in very nicely with what concerns a lot of people. You know, uh, the optics of that situation is not very good. Basically, uh, OpenAI has open in its name, and it's becoming basically increasingly less open, much more corporate, uh, much more, let's say, for-profit driven, maybe even a little bit more closed source than it should be. And more than a few people are arguing right now that there's a big difference between what the mission statement of OpenAI on their website versus what they're actually, con the way in which they're actually conducting business with Microsoft uh, behind closed doors. So those two things are in rather big discrepancy. And this new integration between Windows 11 uh, and Bing Search and whatnot uh, is making the, uh, uh, this situation even worse. Basically, it, it's adding kerosene to the fire. Um, uh, if you could actually kind of like argue one of the biggest values of open source as an idea, open source as a, uh, let's say, a conglomerate of many users who are interconnected by their shared vision of the development and progress, I think that uh, OpenAI would do a good job if they implemented something like that and became a little bit more open for the, for the sake of... I have, a, I have a question. Uh, when we are talking about this, I have a question. Mm -hmm. And my biggest question for you is, uh, has it come a time when we have a problem with open source? Because right now, basically, you can have the entire source for the OpenAI's ChatGPT or whatever um, uh, AI uh, framework we are talking about and still be completely unable to use mm -hmm. it because the amount of performance that you require, so all the different resources, including the CPUs, the storage, the search requirements, uh, networking and everything else, is so out 
uh, out there on the scale that basically only a few providers, not only not only uh, providers, but only a few providers are able to actually run this uh, source and make anything useful out of it. Mm -hmm. So do you think that uh, being open source means anything? Because right now I can download OpenAI mm -hmm. or ChatGPT, mm -hmm. but I need to train it on some uh, Set of on data, some amount of, course, of data. Yes. yes, and first, okay, even if I uh, get pre-trained data. Uh, in the smallest subset, we are talking about uh, basically terabytes. Mm -hmm. So uh, there is almost no way for me to use the ChatGPT locally. Mm -hmm. And this is going to be a big problem for people in uh, Windows 11 because uh, I know that they are going to combine the uh, data from the local computer and from the uh, internet. Mm -hmm. But how is this going to be combined? Is there going to be any download or upload of data to the internet and then parsing it and uh, getting it back again? So the, the difference between local uh, installations and uh, global installation of AI is becoming uh, even more blurrier every day. I would. Uh, because you, you are unable to run a ChatGPT mm -hmm. AI only on your own hardware. Mm -hmm. And they're promising that uh, the, uh, this is going to personalize. So you, they are going to either um, do something about GDPR because or similar frameworks, whatever they are. Yes. No, no, but let, we are in Europe. Uh, let's talk about GDPR because it's in the simplest one. Uh, this is going to be a, a basically a GDPR nightmare. If they start doing what you were referring to, yes, of course. Yeah, because let's say if I work for a company that has people in it. Uh, there is no way because every company almost should have people in it, so it, it <laughs> wouldn't be going to be called a company. So uh, even a simple search through my emails is going to create a GDPR nightmare. Uh, when uh, someone, someone tries to uh, do the training on my emails and then uploads this data somewhere, yeah. because inevitably it is going to be cross-reference to other people's data. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's exactly why I wanted to put it, to put this out there. Basically, it's nobody knows the trouble I see. I, I see a lot of trouble yes, okay, so ahead of this because it's, uh, th there is a reason why, why sometimes regulation is good. Uh, I mean, I, I mean we, we already talked about uh, GDPR. Mm -hmm. GDPR is, was a complicated thing to understand, was a regulation that was pretty much uh, decades in the making, but uh, having seen everything that has, uh, that has happened in the last uh, couple of years, it definitely makes sense. Mm. Because uh, I know there is over-regulation and dead state or nanny state or whatever uh, called upon uh, whenever somebody is talking about GDPR, but it seems that the technologies are going so far out of their way to um, do a lot of bad things, in quote, uh, quote marks, uh, to the people, that we actually need something like GDPR, even uh, and maybe even more strict things. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because right now, I think that GDPR needs to be even more uh, strict and even more uh, hard on companies, since we have seen that they had a lot of problems uh, reining in all the Facebooks, Googles, and everybody else in the world uh, using these strict rules. 
uh, I, uh, actually, when I said uh, regulation, I wasn't actually talking about GDPR at all. I'm talking about something that needs to be put in paper, uh, pen and paper in terms of AI re uh, regulation. That's what I was discussing. But the GDPR is definitely a part of that discussion. But, yeah. But to be, to be completely, completely honest, uh, it is going to be uh, general data protection regulation basically is going to cover something like this. I don't think that there's going to be AI protection regulation. I think that this is going to be uh, stuffed under general data protection and this is going to be it. Let's see. But and, and, and anyways, we need something. Yeah, we need something. We need the new framework. Yes. We need at least we need at least some guidance, if not a framework. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Because it, no, 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 nobody's going to get happy. No, <laughs> that's, for, no that's for sure. But uh, what I, I'm just to finish this thing up because we need to finish. Uh, I'm going to just go and say uh, that right now I'm seeing an even even more interesting thing, and this is that uh, Microsoft has gone basically all out uh, on uh, squeezing whatever Google was doing, and right now I see that Google is basically trying to uh, do an immense of amount of work in the shortest amount of time because they are severely lagging behind. Mm -hmm. And uh, I th see this as a big problem for the consumers because right now uh, consumers are confused by the AIs. Yeah. And what is happening right now is that everybody is be basically being trigger happy with the AIs and you get enormous amount of uh, half-baked products that don't work. Okay. And you get an enormous amount of fake products mm. that are completely fake. Yeah. So uh, consumers are not happy. Yeah. So basically, if the change comes here, if something happens, if somebody dethrones Google, which is not going to happen uh, in the minds of many people fast, I think that they're wrong. If something happens here, usually those kinds of changes are apocalyptically fast. So if something happens, I think it's going to be coming very, very quickly because Google is definitely behind and they made a mess with uh, their BART. They made a mess because the what is what people uh, seem to forget that is that both Microsoft and Google basically have a reference on the entire internet. Mm. So the problem that uh, is the main uh, main difference between the Microsoft and the Google is that uh, they are using this reference in different ways. Mm -hmm. uh, Google has a, has a matter, much better uh, search engine, and it has a much better uh, engine designed to. Uh, interconnect ads and everything else that requires uh, that is required by the ad service to work. Mm -hmm. Microsoft has the same data set, but they have a I would go call it subpar engine uh, for searching, mm -hmm. and th they don't have any interest in trying to create a uh, interface for the ads. So they are basically free to use the AI, use the data set they, they have. And they can basically quickly jump over the whatever Google is doing right now in terms of searches and then uh, avoid any problems that they have. Because since they en their engine is not good, replacing it with the AI engine is going to be simple for them. Hmm. Google has a good engine for searching and replacing it with the AI is going to be much more complicated because they don't want to lose the advantages of the engine and the engine itself is uh, connected to the ad service. Yeah, that's okay. So it's it's a big thing. Okay. Okay. That's it for the, for so, the for the time being, and we're gonna have a next bit of discussion in the next clip with uh, some extra news.
but for the time being yes bye bye see you later bye